0: Hi there guys. Hope everybody is doing good or anyone who's listening. I mean this is only in a sense my real first episode. I don't know if I consider the intro an episode but it gives you a little insight to what I hope I'm going to be able to keep up with and enjoy it myself and be serious and, and also be funny and all that other good stuff that I feel like I am. So um I thought I would do this first one really with probably what a lot of people are struggling with or having issues or just finding really fucking shitty is having to do online school so here in Arizona at least in my school district and we have so many school districts here and even within a school district they're doing different things so where my kids are they're not starting back in person until October 13th which is fine but they really were just not prepared for this online stuff. We switched our little, who is seven and in the second grade, schools, which we had had her on this wait list for the school she's attending now since kindergarten. And we just happened to get the phone call, So she would have went if it was COVID or not. But I got a taste of what you hear when you hear people that tell you that their child went from one school to a next and they were behind or you know couldn't go to stay to the second grade because they were that far behind that they had to go to first so had that experience and it and it really sucked and I and I think for me it sucks because I'm lucky that both of my kids are pretty decently smart and computer capable and that you know with our help they can get caught up but the school she was in it was definitely behind and it's a title school and well title school for anyone who doesn't know, um, it's really just a public school that has a really big diverse. So whether, and most of the time it's a really low income, popular, popular, whatever you say that in the school, um, versus affluent. So, you know, there's going to be less kids that have parents to have money in some of these title schools than say just a normal public school. And with that being said, I'm guessing that that means education can be different. And I don't want to say vastly different, but different enough that I was holy fucking shitting it like I couldn't believe it. So um, not only that, but for her to switch to a school that's in the same district, just the teacher's knowledge of the platform she's teaching on is ridiculously different uh, The kids in the previous school with the previous teacher, I feel like, are at a very great disadvantage. But then if the whole school's operating at that level, then those kids are probably going to move along just fine. And hopefully they don't go to a school that's like the one we switched her to. Because I could see where some kids would have a difficulty. And I'm also learning and seeing from these Google classrooms, is that kids that don't pick up the subjects fast, they freak out. Um, And some freak out maybe more internally than outwardly, and some are definitely outwardly. And I'm not saying I didn't do it. I feel like I was more internal. I am a nervous wreck inside. You would probably never notice it from the outside, but inside I'm probably just riddled with all kinds of shit. Uh, I feel like I passed that on to my kids as well, especially my son, he's 13. And I feel like I gave him a little bit of that. And I think over education, and I think that's because my parents didn't give two shits. When I was growing up, I can't remember them helping me with homework or praising me for good grades or pushing me for this or, you know, saying you really should finish high school. Nothing. I think, um, you know, being from where I'm from in Florida, which is Tallahassee and outside of Tallahassee because we grew up in a lot of, or I did, grew up in a lot of small towns. My parents moved around a lot. We weren't rich. We were definitely poor from their own side of the tracks. So I didn't get a lot of school help, Uh, but I was, from what I'm understanding now, especially as an adult, I was a brighter kid. I didn't know it then, but I got through it pretty good for what I was given And from talking to my teachers and superintendents and administrators that are in the school system, I think had I had had a little bit of that push, I think I would have had more drive and determination and would have just been a little different. Um, Still the same person, I think, or at least I'd like to hope, but our experiences and stuff like that really do shape us, so who knows. But both of my kids, or at least the one, the other one just got tested, is gifted. And he's probably on the high spectrum. He's got some quirks a lot of sensory issues, nerve wracking sometimes, very literal, doesn't understand, can't really, like can think outside of the box, but not really, like he's, he's different, um, which is great. And sometimes it really sucks. So, but again, with that being said, having two kids that are bright, maybe I've been lucky during this whole experience but recently I felt like I've been a soul-sucking twat for my children. Um, I've always pushy, again, like I said, with academics, because my parents weren't, and pushy, especially with my son, way too hard, which I, is probably why we're having some problems now, but, um, and I'm trying not to be that way with my daughter, but it's still hard, like, it's really hard, uh, And that probably just stems from my childhood. But I want them to understand good grades can get you places. Like, decent grades, you can still go places. But those good grades get you those scholarships. And they get you some of that recognition. And, you know, unfortunately, like, we do well for ourselves. But not to the point where we can pay for anybody's schooling. I might be able to help your ass, but we ain't paying for it all. Like, you're definitely going to get you a job. So, um... Again, so maybe I've had it easy. But the other day with that uh, testing we have, I think it's called NWEA testing, which is a standardized testing to see where they're at, Monday happened to be reading. Within the first three questions, my ass has already made my child cry, not like countless times, bawling. As I'm saying things, I hear it. Like I hear what I'm saying and I'm still saying it. Like, of course she doesn't know how to divide. She's never learned. Um, No, she wouldn't understand it. No, it's not easy. So then you try to explain it because they're learning how to group, which we're not supposed to be helping them. So I'm trying to show her how to group it in threes. And like my son, they just don't listen and pay attention. So I'm getting frustrated and I'm like, you know, freaking out. Like, I don't understand. Like, why aren't you getting this? And then, you know, she starts crying and then I'm like, okay, just pick a button. Just pick a button, whatever. You know, and then we move on and the next one is like subtraction. Like a hundred and something minus 40 something, you know. And I noticed beginning of the year she struggled with subtraction. But um, try to get like that first teacher to pay any fucking attention was crazy. Plus she just sometimes... Really got under my skin. Um, so, I'm watching her with this subtraction thing. And I'm and she tries to do it in her head, which is great. So, that's quantitative thinking. And that's a very gifted thing. But, um, no, you little heifer, put that shit on paper. Because while sometimes you get really close, you're not that crafty at seven. Let's learn it this way first. And when you really get the hang of it, let's start subtracting triple and double digits. So, that's almost... You know, kind of what I say. I'm, t- but you know, I tell her I'm like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing it in your head? You can't do math in your head. Write it down." That's horrible. Cause yes, she can do math in her head. I've watched her. I know she can. She just happened to not be able to do this problem in subtraction. Again, not her thing. Um. So then I sit there and I watch her. She starts crying, and I realize I'm a fucking cunt. Like, uh. I can't believe I just snapped at her like that twice on like now what in three problems and she's crying math is totally one of her things and I'm killing her soul and then I start crying because why am I talking to her like that I don't talk to her like that I don't want to talk to her like that she's seven she's just learning this stuff and they're having us do standardized fucking tests at home um Not cool. Just not cool school district. Not cool at all. I feel like so way less of a mother. Not that I don't lose my shit, but like, since online school, I feel like I've been short and quicker to be abrupt in answering them and snippy. And honestly, like a mean girl. Like a straight up fucking mean girl. The other day, she's trying to level me and because they're up my butt all the time, like, we really haven't left the house, grocery store walmart maybe a target to pick their stuff up from school i do a trade with a client who lives in payson so we use their airbnb i do her hair usually it's just kenzie and i so it's a girl's trip um that's it so we've all been attached at the fucking hip I am just needing a break. So she's trying to love on me, and I'm I'm, I'm in it now. I mean, I'm not going to win no award for acting, but I don't think my 7-year-old had any clue that I'm sitting there and I'm mentally, like, I don't want to say disgusted, but, like, mind-shivering, like, angry to disgusted to, like, I don't want to be touched. Like, please don't touch me. Why are you touching me? Like, leave me alone. Like And it's so sad. I really just wanted to be left alone. Um, I've even asked them to leave me alone. Like when they're they're too much, and they're too much because I'm their person, but they're too much because I'm the only person they come to. I don't get a break. My baby's daddy, Joe, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, um, academically, his level is maybe like ninth or 10th. He dropped out of school in 10th grade and there's a lot of basic stuff he doesn't know. And it's fine. Sometimes I just would prefer you to say, hey bitch, I don't know this shit. So peace out. I'm not helping at all. Versus yeah, I'll help. And then like, no help, no help, which frustrates me because I'm trying to run a business teach second grade, my 13-year-old. I'm kind of slipping through the cracks. So I'm me, like, dude, you're old enough. Just get it together. I yell at him too, though. Um, No different. You feel shitty afterwards. You walk away. It's like, what the fuck do you do? I mean, it's still not as bad as what my childhood was. Not that that makes it okay, but fuck, these kids don't know. So online school with everything else just makes life a little tough, and I the roughest part for me is I don't like to snip at my kids and talk to them like that. I don't want them ever to feel belittled or little than um, not cool, stupid, insignificant. I mean, any of those things like not seen, not heard. Um, I don't want them to be disrespectful and rude. But I want them to be able to talk and, and feel comfortable and have confidence and, and have that because I help them have it and, and not be timid and shy and not sure and emo as hell and shit because your parents don't maybe take stock to what's going on. Um, but maybe as parents, maybe we all have those moments where we kind of tap into that not so cool parental side. I don't think that's tough love, but I guess that is shit happens and you learn from it. Um, I would say my parents were definitely more on the fuck it side than the a praise, praise you side. But sometimes I equate that to being an 80s child. I think growing up in the 80s we were we were different and different because of when our parents were born, and especially if they were in that, like, 60s, 70s, or even, like, that 70s, early 80s, um, younger 20 range in that time, because, I mean, hell, drugs, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. Um, So, I try to give them a little credit, because it's a, a little different society, you know, I mean, not that drugs and stuff wasn't around when I was growing up, but, it wasn't as new and, and trendy, I think, as maybe what it was for for that generation. Um, and maybe even, like, for, like, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, 80s. Because that's really when all this stuff came about. Not all of it, but, like, I'd say all the designer, or not designer, but, like, I don't know, Coke and pot and... Mm, heroin, acid, mushrooms. Probably E was around then, too. I don't know. So, again, just equated to having parents that... I think they were more you were to be seen, not heard. Because they were still trying to live their own life, but kind of wanted... Like, most likely, you were not planned. And they, again, uh, were trying to do their thing. I keep feeling like I'm saying again. And I'll probably find words throughout all these episodes that I'll use... 50 fucking times in each one so I'm sorry uh I'm also one of those assholes that air quote but I don't know why and I try not to and I do these weird hand motions (laughs) which I think people have totally realized that I'm still trying to do fucking air quotes so I don't know